Everybody, welcome to Murder Moose. Murder, 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 Moose. I'm Ron. Ow. I got the audio. I mean, I'm just, I'm just gonna add it in. But like nice. Ten seconds in. <laughs> We're gonna add some, some moose sounds. And this is Josh. My hey, jo- hey, Josh. I'm Rod. Hi, Josh. Hey, Rod. I'm Josh. Hey, my Josh, I'm life, Rod. <laughs> my what? hetero life mate, Josh. I'm so confused right now. Is my name Rod or Josh? I or... think your name is... I think your name is Buffalo Bill. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. We are Murder Moose. We are part of the Slash and Cast Podcast Network. And we are back for another episode of Oddity that we are. And it's just me and Josh this week. So how you doing, my man? I'm good. You know what? I... Uh, who are we talking to? And they said, I only do old movies. And I was like, yeah, we only do old movies. And I was like, wait a second. No, we fucking don't at all. We did Psycho Goreman that came out not too long ago. This just came out. And you know what? I fucking love doing new movies because then you're not tainted by someone else's review because there isn't any, you know? Like, there's yep. there's really not many people that have talked about this movie, if at all, or around my circle yeah. of people that I kind of look up to and... Uh, would I guess have listened to and or seen a review it, nothing yeah. exists for this movie and I love doing that I love being the first this movie I, is fucking great by the way it, it's wonderful uh, we, I saw St- Chris Stuckman review it and that's about oh, like yeah he reviewed it like three weeks ago Um, I always love Chris Stuckman because he also he's in my neighborhood of where I grew up in uh, in Ohio, I used to watch him uh, all the time, and I haven't been really on YouTube in the like. I don't know because I haven't uploaded to my YouTube in so long, and that's what I used to do over on YouTube is review movies for a long, long, long yep. time by myself. Yep. And because we do it together, I feel like yep. that's an. I don't know. I was thinking about doing some other movies potentially. It's still horror because that's my thing, but like I don't yep. know, like doubling up is that a thing? I mean, it's whatever you want to do, man. That's what content creation is for us. Like, right. It's a, it's an outlet to do cool stuff and talk about stuff that we find interesting. Right. So it's like, I guess it would be an opportunity to plug the podcast on my YouTube as well and vice versa. Right. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's a, I, I would love to make more YouTube. I'm, I'm already so far behind on our, uh, on our stuff with, uh, the the uh like putting the show on youtube right now so like i think it's the been last long... thing i reviewed was uncle peckerhead on youtube and to be honest i would love to do that with you because that movie is fucking fantastic uncle peckerhead that's it's got 100 percent on rotten tomatoes that's pretty nuts yeah i that's on my uh that's on my list of things i want to watch it, and it's one of those things it's like it's funny because i I was looking through some shit the other day, uh, like uh, in my piles of crap in my room, and I found uh, I have my I bought Becky on Blu-ray, and I still haven't oh, watched nice. that. Oh, it's such a good uh, movie, dude. And that that yeah, girl, so I, I think she was in uh, Annabelle Creation. She like can act. She like carries that movie on her shoulders, and do- it, there's yeah. something about her eyes, the way she like she she acts with her eyes, and you can tell that she's going to be 
potentially pretty big when she grows up, I think. It's funny because it's like you can see pretty young if like if someone's naturally talented as an actor, right? It's like you look at Jennifer Lawrence and like the stuff she did like in her er early teens, right? Like, 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 was it the Bones, Lovely Bones, or whatever it was called, or it's not Lovely Bones, but the Winter Bones. Winter Bones. I think that. Yeah, that That movie was really good. Winter's Bone, yeah, and she's really good in it, but that shit's fucking depressing as fuck, man. It's Didn't not a very like, happy movie. Yeah, that was like on every critic's like list that year. Yeah, well, that was one of those. That was one of those indie darling movies where it was like nothing. Like, kind of reminds me of what that the the movie Broom with Brie Larson that like was one of the first things I yeah. ever saw her in, where it's like like this little small indie just pure drama movie that's like. It's like the first thing I ever saw Elizabeth Olsen in was Martha oh, yeah. Marcy May Marlene, and that movie yeah, was another she's, small. She's um, come, she's from a, a huge like acting family, and she is yeah. so much better than her sisters ever were, in like every respect. Yeah. In like she's it's, so so good. It's funny though. I wonder though if what would have happened with Eliz uh, the Mary Kate and Ashley like because they were so young, right? Like they they stopped acting and they're like yeah, but they made it when they were teenagers. Off I know of their they did, but stuff. what I'm saying is though, what I'm saying is though, like their sister didn't start like appearing and stuff into her like you know late teens or like twenties, right? Yeah, and so right. it's like like what? How good would their sisters have been if that was when and they weren't right. like you know just doing. Oh my gosh! Like yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, they both try to like live normal or lives now, lives now, right? So, yeah, it's pretty interesting. But yeah, Elizabeth is really, really talented. So, Uncle, it's but cool. that that Uncle Peckerhead movie that is just filled with lovable characters. You can't help but just love every single character in that movie. Like the the creator yeah. of the movie, just I I don't know. There's something about every character how they're written they're so relatable to me because of being in a band and touring and just like yeah. the struggles of all that i've met these people and i've had very similar like uh situations in my life and yeah. like it's so funny and gory and i love comedy and, yeah. and gore it, they just go it's like <laughs> peanut butter and jelly for me man a lot of yeah, people don't I like lo- comedy and horror but i fucking love it man i mean What's the movie we talk about every week? Psycho Goreman. It's just Fucking comedy best. and horror, and, and like, yeah, it's it's funny, man. It, I, I feel like I can really, really appreciate a, a a dark horror movie, but man, if something is good, like a horror comedy, I could probably watch that more times than most. Like, I think one of the movies that I've watched more times than all, most horror movies is Shaun of the Dead. Oh yeah, um, totally. When that first came out, I was obsessed with it. But yeah. then I was obsessed with Edgar Wright because yeah. he's fucking Edgar Wright, man. <gasps> Speaking of, I cannot wait for his next film. Full on horror. Yeah. He's back, man. I cannot wait. It looks really fucking weird and trippy, kinda like what we're talking about tonight. Uh but like yeah, it looks really weird and I am he's doing a period piece, but it's not only a period. It's just very, it, fucking it reminds odd. me of like, um, what was that? Uh, Paris movie, Paris after midnight, I think is called or something like that. Or fuck. That's totally yeah. not what it's called. <laughs> I don't fucking know what you're talking about, but I, are you talking about the Ethan? Oh, midnight in Paris. That's what it's called. Owen Wilson, no. Rachel McAdams. 
It's not no, a horror movie. No it's a Woody Allen movie, comedy, fantasy, romance. But oh, he, that one. Yeah. It, it's like a period piece, but he's going back in time type thing. That's what mm-hmm. it kind of looks like and reminds me of his. Uh, it's, yeah. It's kind of like that. But yeah. So yeah. that movie is oh. so well done, too. Yeah, that was, man, I Woody Allen is such a piece of shit as a human being. <laughs> yeah. But like, he, like every time, like, I haven't watched that many of his movies because he really kind of was like a, a before our, our time, even as like, you know, guys in our mid thirties. But he puts, he's put some things out that like, you know, have come out since then that are pretty high quality, like, like highly regarded movies. But it's just like, a dude that like was grooming his stepdaughter when she was a teenager is a very like creepy thing to me still to this yeah. day. And it's just like it just kind of makes it watching Woody Allen movies like, nah, I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. I'm not creepy vibes. It, I mean, it's the same thing as like you you know, like I watched like when the why you watched Rosemary's Baby the, for the first time. I'm like. Polanski, this is a really good movie and really like tense. And then, but you, you're still thinking like, Polanski's kind of a creepazoid. And then when I say kind of, I mean he's a complete creepazoid. And so it's like, it it it's it separating art from the artist can be easy or hard depending on how shitty the person is. But uh, it doesn't make it like easier to go into stuff like that and be like, yep, you know. <laughs> so uh, fair enough. So, yeah, but it's a lot, a lot. Like, there's a lot with artists. And, I mean, artists are weird people in general. Like, not weird, but, you know, they're unique. And a lot of times they're eccentric or whatever. So, it's kind of like the eccentric uh, character in our movie that we're talking about this week, which is... Censor. Censor, which is from 2021. Josh, what year is it? I don't know. Is it still COVID? Um, oh, dude, I got to tell you something, actually. I, what's up? I went to the movie theater last night by myself, impromptu, because I got my first COVID shot. I'm like, I'm so bored. Like, I'm at home all day working. I was going stir crazy, so I just got in my car because it's so hot here. So yep. the car air, air conditioning is better than all the air conditioners in my house right now. So I go yep. to the theater. I'm like, ah, whatever. I'll go and see Fast 9. By the way, it fucking sucked. It was stupid as hell. And they should just stop. Like, the fact that I've everyone heard... is like, that they say, like, who needs logic or a good story when there's this much action? It's like, uh, uh, me? Uh, I got my hand up here. Like, come on. <laughs> These are still characters that I used to care about. And now you're showing me that I don't have to care about these characters anymore and that they are literally invincible. They're never going to die because you brought one character back twice now and fuck you, a car in space. I'm done, man. I don't even care. I'm not seeing F10 and you can just sit on my finger. I'm upset because they, they promised that movie was coming to HBO Max and then all of a sudden decided at some point and didn't say anything that they weren't going to put it on HBO Max. Like, that was supposed to be one of the movies that released on HBO Max, and I think enough theaters opened that they were like, oh, fuck this, we're not going to put it on there. Like, well, you assholes can't keep... Fu- I mean, like, they put The con- uh, Conjuring on there. Like, they put, like, all these other movies, but 
Fast and Furious 9, it's just like, God damn it. It probably made a bajillion dollars over the weekend, even with like whatever, because of, you know, the United States opening back up. But And I chipped a tooth do- on popcorn kernel. So just to remind, just just to make everything that much more uh, memorable for the movie experience, I chunked the fucking tooth off. I'm like, God. So yeah, it was, Gosh, it was great. You, you 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 had a day, man. You had a day. At hey, least I got to go out. Now. I got to eat theater popcorn, and do the whole experience. But I was just upset that that's the movie I got. Like it's not. Yeah. Uh, the story is so paper thin. Like the reasoning for the progression of the characters to like from uh, first act to second act is so stupid and just like we don't do this anymore. I got a kid. Oh wait, we still do this. Next scene, GI Joes. Like what the hell? I I feel like I like feel like those movies are made to like now for Charlize Theron to wear like a dickhead uh, to haircut? have keep having worse haircuts. Like it, it literally I, looks I, like the the head of a penis. Her, at some point, like she had white dreadlocks in like seven or something like that, and she looked. I liked her with them, and then she looked idiotic in eight, and now she looks idiotic again. And I'm like, why do you keep giving her worse and worse haircuts? It's like she wants it's her like, head to look like a penis. I mean, don't She's we all a literal heads- dickhead? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I and also I I don't get it like the. I haven't seen the movie yet, right? But they, it looks like they take all the charisma out of John Cena in that movie, which is like kind of make weird him because, a Toretto. Yeah. So no, yeah. So no, like, simp, like no, like, Ugh. like charisma at all. Like Ugh. is kind of because, the only charisma he has is his chin. That's yeah. it. Which is weird because John Cena has a lot of charisma in like real life. Like you like see him in other stuff in comedies, or you see him in like even like him on Wipeout. Like he's he's got charisma, and it was like why it's like why he became a giant star in WWE because the guy's got charisma and like he can wrestle too. But like, and he got to wrestle like, in this movie on top of a moving like truck thing. That's nice. That is nice. Yeah. Uh, so I'm kind of I'm kind of bummed, but I'll I'll see it at some point. I'm kind of yeah. pissed off about the HBO Max I own thing. every other movie except for Hobbs and Shaw, and I will never buy this one. So I'm just I'm done with the franchise now. <laughs> like I, uh, it was my guilty pleasure, like franchise. Yeah. That's why I went by myself. Didn't care to like get yeah. anyone to come. There was only five other people in the theater, and it was the big theater. And I'm like, whoa, this is. I like this still, you know. Like yeah. it, I'm here, and this is my franchise, and I'm like. This is not my franchise anymore. <laughs> Fuck this shit. They all just look yeah. old and a lot of makeup, and they're doing the same shit. And it's like, no, I don't care anymore. I it's it's kind of hard for me to to root for Vin Diesel because of the whole like Vin Diesel Rock thing. And I'm like, I just it's hard for me to, for everything I know about the Rock to think that he's the ass the asshole yeah, exactly in any situation and like. Vin Diesel makes some of the worst sequels of all time. They're like Triple like X. Like <laughs> like the the third Triple X movie and like stuff like I really didn't like the second Chronicles of Riddick movie. No. I didn't like that one very much. Pitch Black I thought was pretty dope. And then just I don't know, man. Like What about the third Chronicles I, of Riddick? Which is just called Riddick, right? I yeah. think. Um I thought that was pretty okay if I remember. Yeah, it's that one wasn't bad actually. But like he bigger. makes some, sh- 
Yeah. He makes some shit sequels, man. But um, he's big and bald, just like The Rock, and that's what you got to be in order to be a franchise man. Like, big and bald. But, but his best movie still is, like, The Iron Giant, which I think is underrated as fuck and doesn't get the credit it needs for being as awesome as it is. The Iron Giant is fucking dope, man. You've seen The Iron Giant, right? The anime movie where he played the Iron Giant back in the, like, late 90s. I think it was part of the oh, yeah, 96 yeah, yeah. or 99 or something like that. 99, yeah. Yeah. It was back before. Pe- nah, I don't think so, man. I think that's one of those movies. I don't know. I don't know. That's, like, that's I a weird time like everyone, frame. Of- I, it was going up against, like, I just thought it was another Disney movie, to be honest, but it was a Warner <laughs> Brothers movie. Dude, I saw something, and we were completely on a rampage of like <laughs> random shit today. Like, I saw this thing on Twitter the other day, and it was like about some animated movie that like Warner Brothers was putting out years ago, and they like tested it out to audiences, and they were like giving them shitty reviews. And then all they they changed one thing in the movie. They put the Disney logo before the movie, and the movie everyone's like, "Oh, this is the best movie ever!" And I'm like, "Oh my god." It's because people. Disney has deep pockets and doesn't let people actually give a real review. They pay people to review their movies yeah. nicely. Okay. I've heard that. So, I've heard it. Have you? I've heard that. Yeah. It's funny because uh, the, the reviews are starting to trickle out for uh, Black Widow, right? And so because oh. Black Widow comes out on next Disney week, yeah. on like next Friday or something like that, I think it yeah. is. Um, but I don't know, man. And next weekend, I'm filming a short film for the Calgary HorrorCon. Awesome. uh, Their promo video for the actual con itself. But it's like, we're doing like jibs and there's like a whole bunch of witches and he's already got all the costumes and like fireworks and, uh, explosions and, uh, there's a head that's going to be severed and it's there's so many special effects i cannot wait dude Whee! that sounds dope yeah, yeah that sounds cool that sounds cool okay josh we are doing 2021 censor so you want to read the synopsis of this and yes the by the way we're not going to spoil this. We'll tell you when we're going to spoil it. But this movie's weird anyway, so like the spoiling, I don't know how much it means. But yes, give us a synopsis, Mr. Josh. After viewing a strangely familiar video, Nasty... What? <laughs> Eden. <laughs> you, Is you that put her a, name? You put a... Co- yeah. I put the combo Enid. before. Eden. Yeah. E- I, okay. Enid. They said her... Enid. A film censor sets out to solve the past mystery of her sister's disappearance, embarking on a quest that dissolves the lines between fiction and reality. Like the poster, which that's that's why I wanted to watch this in the first place. I'm always yep. like this poster is fucking dope and it tells yeah. a story and it tells a story of the movie for sure. It's the yep. it's her world. She plays uh, a censor critic who like without her uh movies would just go out and yeah. you would see the the director's cut but it, like where is there this many like raunchy raunchy movies in the world uh, so seriously they 
they kind of kind of talk about it in the movie a little bit in the eighties that it the shit went nuts because as soon as uh, as soon as shit started coming out in the eighties like where people like all these houses had you know VHS machines in their homes they could these companies could put these movies out like straight to video and they didn't have to worry about it like as much right and oh, so right so like when you were you had that combination of slasher films starting to be real hot in the early 80s and i mean 80s are like a horror you know you know Century. time like yeah and so they those two couple things combined and companies started putting shit out i mean we talk about it i mean you think you can look back back to the 70s and like the last house on the left and i spit on your grave and shit the exploitation even yeah. cannibal Hanuk- ha- like holocaust and it's like all that shit that is like that go-to violence stuff but yeah it, it was they were like they they could get away with shit and that's why that stuff and the 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 sensors really started going in the mid, mid to late 80s i mean it's like if you look at just you just follow the 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 Friday the Thirteenth franchise in the eighties, like as you the further you got along, the more critics fucked with things. Like I like you look at Final Fan or Final Fantasy. Wow, my brain is working <laughs> real good tonight. Uh, you look at you look at uh, like Friday Seven and and Eight specifically in that series, and Seven is one of my guilty pleasures. I mean, it was even in my like review like when we talk about halloween movies we love to watch it's like that movie is so head heavily like just has all the gore taken out of it because by that point it's like you know that was out in 87 or 88 i think it was um and so you're like the 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 censors were pulling movies apart by this point in time and people were like you know blaming like people like the the movies for for coming out and like there's like an incident in this movie where a, and this isn't a, this isn't really a, a, a big, this isn't a story element. It's a, something that happens in the movie, but it's not a big plot device. Um, there's a, a guy who murders his wife and kids and very, very similar to this m- murder in a movie that the uh, main character, uh, uh, Enid like had gone over months before. And, let and so they start, yeah, and she had she had made it like I don't know like I I'm not I don't completely understand, sh- like uh, uh, the, I I know it was because it, it helps drive the story and blah 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 but to be honest why didn't they go after the filmmaker the filmmaker is the one that made this not the yeah. you know like she's the one that passed it yes but the fact that everyone was going after her I feel like yeah. they're going after her because she was a woman as well and not the the guy that made the movie yeah. I, I almost felt like you know it was villainizing the woman more than the man who actually I mean, made it which is like what the fuck's going on there was also that weird thing in that in the and in, in the movie in general where like it, it starts to be like there are very very weird coincidences over and over again things that aren't ever actually fully explained and you start going because there's the like when they go after them, like her and the guy that reviewed, like you never really know how heavily they go after the guy that reviewed, like censored the movie with her. But, um, they're like calling her and just saying all this crazy shit to her. Like, 
and they they kind of comment about it. They're like, how how do these people know? Like, so you never know how they figured out who reviewed this, who censored this movie. And it, it doesn't seem like it's a very common thing for anyone to know who censored movies. And so it's like, it's one of those things where it kind of, it, it, it's funny. It, there are parts of this movie that really, especially towards the end, that reminded me of what, like what we were talking about last week with Doro Samurai, where it's like, you're starting to be going, what is real? <laughs> what is not real in this 100%. movie? And it gets it gets real heavy towards the end. And it's like, so if you like that kind of trippy stuff, this movie is like, I lo- like I, we're not going to spoil anything right now, but I just, yeah. I love how it ends so freaking yeah. much. Like it was, yeah, it was perfect. And, um, I don't know. They, it really, like you're saying, when it starts to get more trippy, it really makes you start to think about, yeah. wait a second, maybe more, uh, was like in her, ah, Okay, are we fucking? <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, no, you're not. Like, we're not. We don't spoil it yet, but yeah, yeah, you're right. It's like very. Uh, a lot gets chucked at you. With a, this movie's only an hour and twenty four minutes. It's a a real breeze of a watch, but like, they chuck a lot of you at you, and like, I would say that this movie probably starts a little bit slower for an hour and twenty four minutes. Like the first act is is kind of setting is a lot of setup, and there's I, a lot of cool stuff. At, I What's heard that the, the it's the director's, like yeah, it is the director's um, like first ever uh, full length feature. Yeah. So and you to can, come out of you, the gates with something this good, like yeah. it, you can tell. Well, I haven't looked into it, but uh, nasty is another short. The trip. So she's done more uh, specific in the horror yeah. genre and you can tell yeah. that she loves horror because yeah. the amount of love just the lighting again i always love lighting yeah if you're gonna it was purposefully red and blue on either yeah. side of her so well all the time yeah. in this movie uh yeah. i i just it, like the poster right like that old school man it was so it's like, well done it's like you paused the movie yeah. right like it's it's like if you well, I if paused you're not it a few times and every frame that i paused it on it was an amazing like still frame so. oh yeah it's it the movie shot like cinematography wise is fucking awesome um and i i'm sure that you personally enjoyed the fuck out of all the uh the movies that she's reviewing in this yeah like they're all like these really violent, like really cool little. It seems like she, uh, uh, the director, uh, Prano, I think is how you say her name. Her name is Prano, Prano Bailey Bond, Prano, uh, a yeah. woman, another another woman getting into horror and making fucking kick ass shit, which is fucking dope, man. I feel There's, like uh, the last two three years has been an explosion of awesome female horror filmmakers, yeah. and I fucking love it. Give yeah, it all it's, to me. Give it all to me. I love it. I mean, we 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 even had our own issues with like the stylist, right? And the stylist has like it has like some pacing issues too. But man, like that but that's her first like feature. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She and it's fucking like gets it. You can see and taste the love. Yeah. Well, you can't. Taste yeah. It, but you you get what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, I can because I you know. But I I, I, I didn't know until <laughs> right now that the the writer director was a female and that's fucking awesome and it, i think yeah i don't know like 
I I feel like uh, their attention to character is always more. Like, I I don't I don't see it that way as much. I see like the big picture of like what I'm creating and stuff, and I really yeah. have to like work on the character study more. And yeah. I feel like I'm getting to that point now, and I'm like honing in on when it's done really well. And yeah. this movie and the stylist, both character-wise, yeah. so fucking well, so well done. Yeah, it's. I saw like like I said, I saw Stuckman, Chris Stuckman's review of this, and like he pointed out some stuff, and I kind of agree, but like a lot of it was like there's a lot of shit in this, like especially in the second half of this movie, where you're like you could be yelling at the screen because this yeah, woman yeah, yeah. is doing shit and you're like, what the fuck are you doing? And like, but it doesn't take you out because you understand because this, this She's woman driven has had by something else and the, yeah. it keeps going to her finger, like tearing up the skin of her thumb because yeah. she's so riddled with anxiety and like, uh, yeah. So, I have a quote. I, I was wondering about something, and I'm wondering it now that I gotta go look at this because the uh, the the black lady that she worked with, mm-hmm. um, I swear to God, she was in that that movie about the killer dress. Do you know what I'm talking about? The dress that like was murdering everyone. I'm not uh, completely sure though. Like, so there was a movie, a Brit- It was a British movie that came out like last year or something like that about a dress that was killing people and i swear to god that was her in it but i can't i can't find her on the damn cast list like so like this movie has a pretty small cast really like it's not like the smallest that we've done by far but like there's not that many people in it but like you look at the imdb and it's got like the actors for all the 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 horror shorts and like all the other stuff and like the people that come through and uh well once you're a filmmaker and you have your friends list that have been in yeah. films and you've worked with them before that it's just like Quentin Tarantino and Christopher yeah. Nolan. Like they all have their like bag of friends that they just pull characters out of. It's like, Oh, I know that person. He's perfect for this. I, you yeah. know, like Michael Caine. Dude, Mike's, <laughs> Michael Smiley's in this movie. And every time I see that motherfucker, he's creepy as fuck. He played oh, the producer yeah. and like, he was in things like I. You look at oh, Free uh, Fire was hilarious. By the way, I haven't seen that, see that, but he was so good. no. Have you seen Kill List? Kill List is no, one of those movies that is fucking twisted, man. It's it's uh it's made by what the fuck is this guy's name? I can't think. Oh, it's Ben Wheatley. Ben Wheatley is one of those those directors that just makes the craziest trippiest shit. And uh, he made Free Kill Fire. List and High Rise. Oh, was that him too? Yeah, I, I, high, high rise, rise is not something fun. I've ever seen. The one, uh, the one that he gets a lot of credit and a lot of people talk about is I the met him. Field, did you really? Yeah, he he brought Free Fire to Calgary, and I met him. The uh, what's that movie called? I think The Field is what it was called, or something like that. Uh, he, what the fuck is that movie called? Where it was like it was like pilgrims running through a field. Oh, a field in England is what it was called. Uh, is another one that's just trippy as fuck. But yeah, um, there's yeah. It this high rise whole... was you gotta watch high rise. It's so fucking funny, dude. Yeah, it's uh, it's Loki's in it, right? My wife watched it because 
she would leave me for Loki in a heartbeat, and it makes me a sad panda. But was he? Here we are. Wasn't he? I don't think so. That... Smiley was in I thought... it. Uh, I thought. Why did I think Loki was in that movie? Army Hammer is in it, and uh, Killin Murphy. Oh. And Brie Larson. What am I thinking then? I have no fucking clue. Uh yeah. High Rise, Tom Hiddleston's in it, oh, dude. Oh, no, I'm talking about Free Fire. High Rise, yeah, Tom Hiddleston's oh, in High Rise, yeah. That's what I meant. I'm like, what are you talking about, Josh? <laughs> I just love, but, love, love the poster of High Rise. I've I've actually uh, ganked it for one of my own designs for a client at one point. The triangles and the, uh, it's just yeah. so good. It's a very, I mean, just like this movie, it's like, it's got a cool poster that's very distinct, right? Um, yeah. I, I, I feel like we were talking about it, but like the, the freezing VHS thing is so like cool for what this movie is and what like Oh, there's some it, it's about wicked alternate posters for this movie too. Yeah. Man, I have never seen uh the Naomi Elger is or Naimi is N I A M A she's she's Irish, the main she plays the main character. Man, she fucking kills it in this movie and so like good. And like nothing, she it looks like she's mostly been a TV actor up to this point. I mean, she's done some other movies, but like nothing I've ever heard of really. And but man, fucking killed it in this thing, man. And it's like she's got that librarian vibe, right? Like that yeah. librarian, like like that you would yell at you in your, your high school or something to shut up when you're in the library. And yeah, she's sitting there watching this hardcore shit, man. Like, but that's man. why the the character was so well done. Like, they got yeah. their costume perfect for the type of character she is because she's taking it so seriously. And then that producer that comes in and is like, "Oh, what do you like?" Is such a chauvinist and uh, like, yeah, a prick yeah. to her. And but you start to learn why she is in this. A yeah. role of hers and why she's taking it so seriously as the movie progresses and that statue by the way i that's yeah. when the movie like it crosses the line between uh ultra violent and then campy as well because the placement was yeah. perfect it was yeah. like I, I i'm just like this is 80s perfection now like for the kill yeah. and everything like lots of good kills in it good gore awesome story cool characters like i I just i just wanted to watch it because of the poster and i left this movie so fucking satisfied it's like a good turkey dinner yeah it's it's got a lot man and it's uh it does it does a lot in 120 something minutes it's like it's crazy how much they accomplish and you sit there and you go like they build tension really well right for like especially towards like the second half and where you're not completely sure what's happening. You're not completely sure wh- what's real it and what's knows not when to end though. I think that's what yep. this movie really has going for it. Yep. Because if it, if it did try to like drag out or explain more after it did, yep. like it, it stops a little short and that's yep. what I think emphasizes yeah. the story and where it, this that's, that's where, where we have to leave this character because yep. the rest would get sloppy have to have too much exposition potentially and that type of stuff. And where it ended yeah. is like a perfect, like, yeah. With the title I, too. I always love that. And like how they did it. Fucking great. Yeah. 
I, I have this feeling in my head that like I know where this character ended up in my in my world. Yeah. But like I could t- take us so many ways that like exactly. like that 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 you can discuss it again. Like we talked about like Dur Samurai last week and how like so much of that movie is very like like open for interpretation. And this movie goes through that a lot because it's like you're the last third of this movie is like it's that we're getting this all this narrative is coming directly from this character right like it's this is only you're getting every piece of narrative from her like it's it doesn't this movie never goes to any other character as like you know as the primary right you're only following her so like your narrative is completely through her and when your your main character kind of starts losing it you're like potentially starts losing their mind that it and i'm saying that not as a spoiler but like it's a the third act of this movie is fucking off the wall bonkers and you but don't I love how know sh- it's like half uh mystery and like yeah. trying to like get to the bottom of it and she's following all yeah. the clues and like kind of losing her mind with that too because she just really yeah. wants to figure this out for herself yeah and it starts to yeah. make her go a little crazy and then like finding yeah. the, the filmmaker and it like all coming to a head at the end and like yeah. th- then the like the wool gets I don't, I don't know like the the, the ah, it's like she's wearing a mask or something and the mask gets pulled off to reality yeah. and it's so cool man because yeah. like you think what well, I don't know like I, I felt like I knew it was going to happen but in the reality you think maybe it's not going to happen that way and everyone yeah. else in the room is thinking that as well and yeah it's it's, it's a really cool conclusion yeah it it's funny because it's like you, you have like i said you have this character doing all this stuff and you're like no don't do this and it's like <laughs> and but like man you see how much this character has gone through and they do a really good job of just kind of like they tell a lot of story through non like nonverbal dialogue, right? That you get story yeah. through newspaper clippings, you get story through like partial like flashbacks, you get story through like these weird like it's almost like psychotic certificate images. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah, the death certificate, which is like this weird thing. And I fucking hate this woman's parents, by the way. Her parents <laughs> fucking suck. Like they uh the way they just brush it off at the dinner and like go, yeah, like just belittle her even more too, yeah. like, yeah. It seems like it seems like they're like, "Hey, bitch, why don't you get us some grandkids?" Like they don't say that or go like because. But the, the one point the mom's like, "Do you meet a nice man?" And like, <laughs> and it's like what? Because I mean, this this actress is stunning. She's a beautiful Irish woman, and but like, they uh they do a really good job of like you see pictures of her outside of this and it's like they 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 uh librarianed her up like i was talking about like she has that librarian vibe and they they the real light on the makeup and they big big you know like dorky glasses and like librarian clothes like i said um and like it's funny because like even her like it's the mid eighties. So everyone she's working with is like smoking the whole time. And she's like this nerdy character who never smokes. Um, and is like, but she drinks a little bit or, I mean, at one point she pounds some scotch, but (laughs) yeah, it's, there's a lot going on, man. But like, 
I, I was just really impressed with everything like visually and like this movie couldn't have had a very big budget. Like they just do like it's all like editing and just like cinematography, right? The cinematography and the editing in this movie are fucking killer. Um and like the 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 violence when it happens is all practical effects that are really, really well done. Um That's what I'm saying. Go, the Damn. love for horror is yeah. there so like the craft yeah. and i think there's just something uh as a filmmaker that i love about movies that have filmmaking in it it just like yep. this love for filmmaking put in yep. and then you get to see behind the scenes stuff and especially in the horror genre this one is yep. is all about that and then finding yep. the the filmmaker at the end and his like the way he's talking behind the camera to get to the the core of the human behind the actor and see yeah. what they're capable of and stuff. I really enjoyed that part yeah. where he was kind of like, no, you got to do this. Like, ah, okay, then get the fuck yeah. out of here. You know, like if you're not going to give me everything I need and I'm just like, whoa, like this is cool. Yeah. I always love behind the scenes shit. Yeah, well, I mean, it, it reminds me, we've seen stuff, like, we've watched stuff on here, like, uh, One Cut of the Dead. Like, One Cut of the Dead oh is, a, is, is a love letter to people who, you know, making horror films. And this is, like, I, <laughs> I don't know. I've already know, told like, so many people to watch that movie. I'm just like, I don't care if you like Japanese movies or if you like movies or, well, actually, no, you, I know you like movies, so just fucking watch it. Just just shut up yeah. with everything else. I know you got this show to watch and this fucking whatever. Put them all on the back burner and watch One Shot of the Dead and love it and then get back to me after you watch it. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Exactly. And this and this does a it's not as much of a like pure love letter, but no. it's a it's a art piece of this stuff and it shows you like what this like Kind of reminds me a little bit of Eight Millimeter, if you remember that movie yes. with Nicolas Cage. I love that like how movie. The snuff films snuff and stuff films, like that, yeah, and for sure, yeah. Which my dad took me to when I was about fifteen or thirteen or something like snuff that. Snuff films or I Eight was, Millimeter. <laughs> I mean, Eight Millimeter, but you know, <laughs> and I think he may have traumatized me a little bit watching that movie when I did. Um, I saw that but movie yeah. really young too, but I don't remember it like really overly getting to me or anything. They don't show too much in it, do they? I don't remember though. I don't remember. I just remember it being fucked up, which it is fucked up. The sense, um, yeah. the The subject yeah. matter is extremely fucked up. I just, yeah. I can't believe that. Uh, that's like before dark web, or I guess like as the dark web was like in its infancy. Yeah. So it was like yeah. the real dark world behind, yeah. like in back alleys and like the yeah. back of a farmer's market. <laughs> Well, it, which it kind of reminds me of a little bit of like what this movie kind of is totally. hitting at, right? Like yeah. it's like again, not story elements, but there are like, like the the under the the counter movies that aren't on yeah. the shelves. But if you're yeah. cool and you've been vouched for, okay, yeah. we can rent this to you type thing. Yeah. yeah. I've never seen you in here before, but I was, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna get fucking fired or. Like, I love have that video store when she, she's yeah. like, no, 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 no. I can fucking hang. 
my favorite movie is ultra cool yeah. fucking whatever and the yeah. scene where he fucking tis the, i'm just like oh shit like she's, she's just I proving mean, how metal she is right now. yeah she's like i've seen some shit motherfucker yeah. i i mean and think about it this woman has probably seen more hardcore shit than 99 percent of the population because oh. she sits there and she's the one who cuts the shit down and tells them what to cut i love and how, how the, much- the line uh, it keeps coming up throughout the movie. Like I do it for your safety, but really yeah. she's doing yeah. it for herself as well. She's definitely well, liking the shit. At, yeah. Like, and you have to like, you have to sit there and go, well, you think about it. Like you and I, we've been doing this for a while now. And we also both know a bunch of horror people. Horror people are, can be like, they're not like, every horror person looks like this, this, and this, or acts yeah. like this, this, and this, right? For sure. Horror is something that can touch anyone and everyone. And, like, this is a character that you go, they sell you off that, like, oh, she's just this boring lady that doesn't want to have, doesn't want other people to have fun or doesn't want other people to see this fucked up shit. Girls and then you go, just want to have fun. <laughs> but as the, the movie goes around, you're like, well, is that really all it is? Because... And then this 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 lady might be a little cuckoo, just might be a little <laughs> cuckoo. Um, but yeah, so let's like wrap she up like not, it. yeah, let's wrap up non spoilery stuff. But like, I yeah, if you get a chance to go see this movie, uh, rent it, stream it, or whatever, go uh, go do that because it's 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 a cool ride. Like, it it's a lot of fun and it's a lot of like you going scratch your head going what the fuck. And which I, I appreciate because again, it's another movie that we could sit there and talk about and go, well, this isn't, um, this isn't like, doesn't hand like hands feed you like everything and to give you all the plot elements and, and like complete the story for you. No, you're going on a ride and you don't know where the fuck you are, but you're going to like, you're going to go on a ride and you're going to enjoy the pretty colors and the blood everywhere and all this stuff. And it's kind of where it ends up. Right. (laughs) Yep. Yep. (laughs) Josh just like, like giggled a little bit. It seemed like Josh is like giggle, 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 giggle. Um, so yeah, go see this. You, you kind of giggled. Did I giggle? You gaggled, giggled, gaggled, giggle, gaggled. (laughs) (laughs) That was weird. So yeah, so go see this. So we're gonna spoil this a little bit. Like, I really just kind of want to talk about like a lot of the plot elements of what happens towards the end of the movie. But let's like we could scroll through everything that happens at the beginning. Uh, so you basically meet this character, and she is. We talk about she's a film uh, censor. That's why the movie is called Censor and named Enid and. As you as you slowly get along, you're figuring out some things that this uh, girl lost her. Like, you figure out she someone died early on after she has this discussion with her parents, and you figure out that it was actually her sister. But you don't know, like, you don't have any context. And then this is where, like, you uh, you kind of get later on. You get these. she's going through some stuff and goes to these old photos and you see that it was her, like the photos she has of her and her sister. And she's like, you know, at least a couple years older her sister was seven. I think they said at some point, right? Um, yeah, they were both seven. They go out into the woods for some fucked up reason to play yeah. ring around the Rosie 
in the woods like it's some conjuring movie yeah. or something yeah. and something happens yeah th- well it it goes this this girl was must have been kind of a, a troublemaker in the in, when she was little because her dad goes why you couldn't listen or like he yells at her at something like later on in the movie and like basically he like blames her like at that oh, point right 100%. like uh, towards the end of the movie um and basically her parents had uh went and declared her dead because this is in 65 i think and uh this is like 20 years after that it's like the mid 80s i don't think we ever get an actual date of when it was but um and so this is also like i i think that it might have been this character was on this edge of teetering like teetering on sanity and her parents like doing this like pushed her over the edge like this was like the last thing she needed to like com- be completely cuckoo and they uh they don't do it on purpose they're trying to help her by telling her this and may not have done it uh they just might have pushed her over the edge she she goes and keeps she's working and they there's a point where the, I kind of talked about it before, but a murder happens and it gets compared to the actions in real life get compared to this movie that she was the censor for her and this other guy. And they start like somehow they don't ever to explain it, which is kind of <laughs> interesting, like how they figured out where th- this information came from. Mm-hmm. And they're like, people are calling her like, like people are like standing outside the fucking thing and like screaming at her, like, you know, for like comments and shit like that. It's kind of fucked up. She gets like a lot of shit thrown at her. Um, That's where I was really questioning after you see the end of the movie. Cause like, I I felt like it was so excessive and like, why wouldn't they try and find this filmmaker? Like she was instead of going, I, I guess she's an easy target because she was in, like attached to it or whatever and probably more yeah, they know. accessible yeah. to the actual like yeah they could uh, look up where the sensor was and like yeah. where the censorship but I, I felt like office that was, was. Yeah. it was excessive so was that more in her head as well or yeah. not towards the end but i guess we're i don't know i, I guess you can think i mean for sure i mean yeah there's a lot of that and there's it, like she she starts losing it like i said when her parents did this but like she goes and watches this she gets assigned to this do this movie called don't go in the church was the name right and right this is where you it starts like really like we're about like halfway through at this point but like it starts like breaking like reality at this point for the character for uh enid like She's watching this movie and like it's these two sisters in this movie, very much like in the woods, like her and her sister. And she she sees these images and like starts seeing herself as one of the characters. And they go into this uh this cabin or church, whatever the fuck it is, and she sees herself like murder her sister with an axe. And you go, what the fuck is this? And it's it's because the little girl is like a redhead, just like her sister was. Um, and he starts going, what the fuck? And she's trying to figure out where this director that did this is and what other shit he's done. And this is where she goes to the video store and is like, I need your good shit from this director. And it's another one of these movies that's supposed to be outlawed. Like they outlaw all these movies because they're too 
too hardcore. But that's what and, I love know, about like I spit on your grave from back in the day. It was like banned in how many countries and stuff. And then yeah, you see yeah. it, it's just like, oh, okay, I guess, yeah, like, yeah. I mean, the rape stuff is always hard to deal with, right? Like, 100%. it's something that's not easy to watch. For, like, I don't know, it's not easy for me to watch. Um, and they even have like they touch on that a little bit in a scene in one of these movies she's doing. And uh, it's just like, oh, it's just so. And he, it's, I, I thought you would appreciate that because he, they just fucking gross you out with your imagination yet again. Like, this, like, rape scene's happening in yeah. this movie she's watching. In the background, and they don't, yeah. yeah, they just show, you're just hearing the audio and you're like, oh. Uh, yeah, it's, it's very, like, it's, it's hardcore. It's, like, it's, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. So that's why the snuff film elements kind of really start hitting you. Um, but that's what I love he, about the trophy scene because, like, he yeah. is such a sleaze and, like, yeah. he's just dripping with sleaze. And, like, the yeah. fact that his, like, uh, award is the thing that takes him down through his fucking yeah. throat is so satisfying on so many different yeah. levels that well, it's it's just yeah, amazing. So we get – let's go to that. So, like, the – like after this murder had happened where like uh they get like come after her this guy shows up at the office and he's a producer of these horror movies and he's like he's basically being a sleazebag with her because she's pretty uh, yeah um and he's like oh we can make you an actress and stuff like that and he's still going and this is this and this is the one played by michael Dude, Smiley. one more time wait what huh? <laughs> It's like, oh, uh, it's that, shit. it's like that, the like, guy you go, is that guy allowed within like t- 25 yards of a fucking school? Probably not, like legally, but <laughs> he, uh, he like basically is this creepo and he figure she figures out that like, how does she figure out that this guy is like related to the, oh, she has this like they have like a secretary at their office and she asked her to look into this guy who directed this don't go in the church movie and like she ends up getting this file and taking it from this like this this cranky old lady this old lady is a real she's kind of a a a bitch like she's not very nice um but she steals this file from this old lady and figures out that that this like producer that was there the other day was like related like he produces this guy's movies this don't go in the church guy's movies, uh, so she goes there and this dude thinks he's there to f- she's d- there to fuck like he he tosses her a scotch and she like chugs it real quick, and what she's really doing is the the movie that she got from the video store when she went and got this under the table movie, um, uh, is like this redheaded woman that she starts seeing her sister um and she's like oh this is gonna be the sister and it's very like you're like what because it it just doesn't seem likely right you're like there's no way that this is the 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 seven-year-old girl or whatever from like 20 plus years ago right that like is now doing film and but it did kind of remind me like because I, you hear more and more about like people turning 35 like women turning 35 in hollywood and just like going okay we're done with you right and they kind of like that producer kind of says that a little bit in this movie yeah, she's he's like hit her primer or she's past her prime yeah. or something yeah yeah she hit her like she's not she hit her expiration for her shelf life is basically what they're saying oh yeah and they're i which i think is very intentional because we have this woman director you know talking about how women are viewed by Hollywood, right? Or 
just by the film industry. Um, and we, uh, yeah, she, she, she goes to this, this producer's house cause she needs to find this director because like, Oh, he did this movie and my sister, she thinks, and this is where he's like, he starts getting real, real rapey and she shoves him and he had, he, he, she had sh- like, he has his arms all over. This is not her fault like at all. Cause he got real rapey. Like I said, and uh, he he falls on this statue where he had gone to America because it's all British and won some film festival, like horror film festival thing award with a woman holding an axe. And this guy falls over and it like goes through the back of his neck and like is sticking out of his like mouth. And it, it kind of reminded me like, of a fountain in like, like Vegas or something like that. Like, but with <laughs> like with excessive amounts of gore. Um, it's so fucking good. I love yeah. that part and, so fucking much. And they do a lot with like it, it's. I, I mean, it's an optical illusion, right? Because it's like all practical effects, and they all show it from him from the side of his head there, right? And so it looks like it's actually coming out of his mouth, but I don't think it is. But it's it's pretty cool how they do it. Um, and so you go, okay, if this woman is sane, she goes to the cops and goes, "This happened. Uh, this guy tried to rape me." And this isn't my fault, but she just leaves and doesn't. She goes to this director's house or where he's shooting this sequel to this movie of don't go in the church. And you go, okay, this, this, this woman has lost her goddamn mind because like, this is like the first like real, like you see points like bits of it, right? Like you see obsessiveness, you see this, like, like this when she starts seeing shit with like her her and her sister and you guys are going is this woman not like like you know sane and this is like you go it's like a snowball of insanity right like what that her parents like start like push her down this hill of insanity when they go oh we declared her dead because she can't handle it um i lo- and that's what i i said earlier about uh that the visual of her like picking the skin off of her thumb with her index finger. And that's like yeah. her nervous tick. And the dad yeah. like puts it like stops it instantly. He sees it happening and is just like, stop it. Like, yeah, we know what you're doing. Yeah. We know the freaking rabbit hole you're going into. We're not going to allow it anymore. Yeah. So this is why we're doing this. Like, stop. Like, yeah. And you, you look into stuff like bipolarism and like stuff like OCD and like this character has all these traits and they're never like, they're never like, you know, overly, you know, they're not like pounded in the ground. You just see this stuff and you see like, like when she's driving to this director's place, you, you see her picking her thumb again, like you're talking about. And it's just like, there's just her thumb is fucked up. Like yeah. there's blood everywhere with it. And you're like, oh man, she is got like, this is like OCD, like to a fucking extreme. Um, so she's like going out to the, where this house is, where this this guy's shooting the sequel to this film and this weird fucking makeup artist is like, like, Oh, okay. You're here. And this is the part of the movie where you start going, how much of this is in this woman's head? Because like, they don't even like, she looks like this actress that this, that she thinks is her sister, right? Like there's similarities, but like, she's not a redhead. Yeah. She's not like, like she's you just, don't know anything. She's putting the pieces of the puzzle together, but she's smashing them to make them fit at this point. She's yeah. just like, this yeah. puzzle is going to work no matter what. Like, this is it. <laughs> yeah. And 
so this woman does this drag this like her gives her makeup for this movie and i think one of my favorite scenes of the movie is where she starts like throwing blood on her with a like a paintbrush yeah which is which is pretty freaking cool because it like she's in this white dress and they're just like the i've said it on here before and i'll say it again but like when you have like real dark red blood on like white things like snow and this dress she's wearing it's very striking right it's very that visually like it just pops and so you're like this pretty girl getting covered in blood and you go what the fuck is going on and uh she's like okay i covered you in blood go and then she, she hears screaming in the woods and shit and like like when she got there and she's like okay go into the woods like what so this this woman is going into a woods where she's hearing screaming and stuff because she's so determined that her sister's there, and she she wanders out in the woods and this is a like I really love how this scene is shot too like she finds this whatever they're shooting but it's just like a single light in the woods and the director who is like shooting these fucked up movies he's got like the like, creepy eight millimeter camera and shit with yeah a bright headlight on it and it just yeah. is so creepy because you can't yep. see him and you just yep. like see his intention with the camera and like yeah. how yeah it, that was such a cool scene and it does a really good job of of making like because they could have done like this movie could have done a, a, a job where it was like oh yeah this is definitely like this woman's crazy or not but like you this is where you get this he starts talking and he's like all my movies are based on reality. And that is where you start going, well, they're doing a really good job of like making sure you never know for sure. Right. Like, yeah, I, I think I'm pretty sure what happens, but like, I don't know. Um, and like, he's like trying to get her pumped up for this movie. And he's like, what I don't get about it. And maybe it's because like, I feel like this director would, who seems like very, very like intent on making this kind of movie. That's his movie. He would realize that this woman isn't one of his actresses or whatever. Like he wouldn't, he, how does he not know that this is her or like not someone that's supposed to be here or what? It's very weird because they talk about it. Like people not showing up for this guy and like half the crew's not there. But you go, it's very, very odd with how all of that is done, right? And uh, he, like, they they ends up, like, giving her an axe for some reason and going, okay, go into this church, which is the, the church that, that she was seeing in these, like, visions and, like, this original movie. And she goes in and this, uh, there's this guy, it's, his name's The Beast, right? Like, yep. I think is what it is. Yeah, he has, like... So the producer, when she went to his house, has has this poster for this uh, this beast character, and it's obviously another movie this guy produced. And he's big, like kind of like a caveman looking dude, but like like half man, half like like Bigfoot or something like that. Like it's a big, <laughs> tall dude who's really hairy and got like sharp teeth and shit. Um, and he's like sitting there, and he's like, "Oh, you're here," and like threatening this redhead who is like the girl she's looking for that she thinks is her sister and then enid axes this dude in the chest and you go what the fuck just happened because you know this this woman's like kind of losing her shit here but you go 
how much is she losing her shit and how much of this is real because she does this and then it's completely sold for like a little bit here that this is completely a movie set and this woman just walked onto a movie set and murdered someone with an axe and then the director and the that there must have been another cameraman somewhere show come in and they're like what the fuck is going on and like the cameraman throws up <laughs> it's such a That's cool the, it was the, i love that whole yeah. thing because then it like it shows oh shit back to reality and it's like oh yeah. fuck like this isn't just us making a horror movie anymore this is actual horror i love that like weird right before it, the mouth yeah, the coming mouth through, in yeah side the the wound of his chest that's just like yeah and you can tell that she's full-on lost her fucking mind because that's when it switches back to reality and people are puking and yeah yeah it's and that's one of those things where it's i'm pretty confident like this whole end of this movie is like it's like her tiltering like tilting back and forth farther and farther in from sanity to like insanity um and then she chases it's like she like decapitates the director she which is funny because it's a callback to like her talking about decapitations earlier on right yeah um and then chases this uh her sister into the woods and she's like i'm not gonna hurt you i'm not gonna hurt you and this the woman's like you just killed my friend like she was friends with this actor and and she's like like what is wrong with this bitch and she's like she's like but you're my sister she's like i have your sister and it's not you you crazy bitch and but like then it goes very very into like this is like i'm pretty confident the whole end of this is just completely in her mind right like she this is like her mind is making this like ultimate like happy place for her because she's fucking cracked so hard and like it's like her sister going back like her taking her sister back to her parents and like everyone's so happy and it reminds it's the cover of that other movie right like the uh like with the house and the rainbow and all the shit that they had seen earlier in the movie you're like what the fuck it's such a cool um but so i just assumed like the whole like towards like the end of this movie is just like her and like uh i don't even know like she's just in like a coma or like like just gone into like you know like a vegetative state where it's all like she's not like responding anymore she's just like you know there in her own head because i don't think she's like i don't know she just like like completely lost it when her sister her sister ran off but like i do what what's your opinion on when like is she broken or i mean i that's what i assume but what do you mean like when are you you as were you getting the same thing out of this as i was that this was all completely in her head and this this woman is just completely bonkers and that like everything in the last couple of minutes is completely in this woman's head right so is that were you getting the same thing she was censoring like the guy said uh who's who was uh censoring movies with her it's crazy what the mind yeah. could do because he's like i used to be a shrink before this and you can edit out traumatic experiences in your life to like a weird crazy degree and obviously when like this is what i got from it she killed her sister uh when she was a kid and censored it out because she couldn't handle it at all and she's like i'm trying to remember like i can't remember where she was but she got away someone took her but really she took that memory out of her brain just like frozen they went to the trolls 
and they uh, kept everything that was there, but got rid of the, the background of it. Right? Are you making a Frozen two joke, by the way? Yeah, but it's exactly what they did in Frozen. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. she got zapped yeah. in the head, and instead of killing her, they got rid of the memory, and she censored herself. And then with this like crazy job that she chose, obviously she has this weird pull to sadistic things because she did sadistic things when she was a kid and she's censoring. She's so good at it in her own head that she censored herself again and all the crazy shit that she did in like when she, the, the actress was like, fuck you crazy. Like I'm out of here. I have like, she's like, no, but it's all good. And then she lays down and that like glitchy thing happened. It was like her rewinding the tape and pressing play on, her own censored reality yeah and that's why at the end of the movie i fucking love it so much when the little vhs tape comes out because uh the first movie i ever did for the calgary underground film festival our prop was like that we had to use was a vhs tape so we used this vhs tape for our movie and used it in it and stuff so like the fact that it ended with the title of the movie so fucking meta and amazing and cuts it short and makes it wrapped up so nicely. That was like a wicked bow for me, like a bow on top of an amazing gift. That was this movie. Yeah. There were like, like I really, the the things that like do do make me question, like how did the stuff, like how much of like, what was she changing in her own mind? Right. Like that, the movie, the, the, the don't go in the church, like, like how it, it say there's like two possibilities is all completely in her head. Right. Or two, like this, this director really knew about what happened with her and her sister and, and filmed it, like made it, but how did he figure out that? That's what I'm wondering. Like it's stuff like that where you go, that made me question and go, okay, like I know this woman is completely crazy. And like you were talking about like the, yeah, the, like it, you glitches in the matrix towards the end of the movie mm-hmm. because the, it's her mind just like completely like, like shattering right and the and she's just like she's censoring herself her yeah yeah she's turning her fucked up like murder kill spree dead life uh into a dead life into this (laughs) yeah i mean i I just assume she sat in a fucking like like a crazy hut for the rest of her life after this point because this woman had just completely uh, broken she brought it out to the public eye now and was just like smiling away like dee, 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 dee. like nothing's wrong i got a rainbow over your house it's like uh wandavision yeah yeah it's like man i but i really would like to talk to this director and be like so how much did this direct character actually do before the end of this movie like did she kill her sister like i kind of got that she killed her sister too but i wasn't like that's where I'm like, how fucked up is this woman's mind, though? Like, you know, that's and that's the part where you can sit there and like talk about it because like, there's no ever like, so, like it's never written and down like definitely what happened, right? Like we're both guessing with what we got from it and like how what clues we gathered from it, but yeah, it's never like giving you that. No, like, it's not like spelled yep, out, but that's like, yeah, that's what I definitely took from it for sure because the movie's called censor she's really good at it and she's censoring her own fucked up life for herself so she can live it edited well she so she can yeah so she can not like lose it because you know that horrible violence makes you like 
what what happens to you, right? So yeah, there's a lot, man. But this movie is really cool, and like it's it's uh it's got like elements of slashers. It's got elements of like psychological horror. It's got like drama elements, but. Man, it's a cool little movie, and I really enjoyed it. Um, so definitely watch it if you like it. I mean, if you're listening to it at this point and you haven't seen, go watch this movie. It's dope. Um, watch it now. It's a fun. Watch it now. Why aren't you watching so, it now? Why are you still listening to us? Watch it now. Why are you? <laughs> okay, Arnold. Watch it now. Get to the chopper. Get to the chopper. So, um. We were talking about it, and we, we were cookie. doing a lot of Japanese. <laughs> Boys have penises, girls have vaginas. Um, I mean, censor. We <laughs> we've been talking about a lot of Japanese movies, and we've kind of stretched out like the last couple of weeks, and have done like a British movie, and we did a German movie. But we were talking about it before the podcast, and we're gonna do another Japanese movie next week. Woo! We're gonna do House. Oh, nice! Not, not the movie directed by uh, or produced by Sean S. Cunningham, which is the a original fun House. fucking movie. Yes, the House from Japan in 1977, I think, is the year. It came I just out. love. Uh, so we're gonna the, the book with the cat face on it. That just like, it's so good, man. It's on the poster, by the way. I'll, yeah, I, I've seen parts of it, but I've never seen it. Like, I know the 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 crazy like heads floating and like the so piano funny, monster man. thing, and so that, yeah. So we're gonna talk about House. Go back to some older, probably like the second oldest movie we've talked about after uh, Black Christmas. So I saw yeah, this. But, uh, this is what I love about Cuff Calgary Underground Film Festival because like outside of the festival itself. During the year, they do like special one-off. Like they'll bring in an original yeah. print. I saw the original print of this movie in theaters, and it's fantastic, man. It's fantastic. Yeah, all I know is from what I've like seen bits and pieces that I've seen. It's very like it. It almost is like you took like a a crazy anime and mixed it with like live action Japanese horror because it's like all over the place like that like it's not a very it's a kind of a bonkers movie right see we're so. like we love movies so like that's what i love when yeah. movies like this come or other older movies original prints and they have the original trailer still on the print in 35 yeah. or 85 mil and stuff it's so cool to watch yeah. that yeah uh, okay well i'm excited then so i'm excited uh yeah this is one of those movies that's been on my list for a while so it'll be uh exciting to dive down into house this house from 1977 it is 1977 right am i yep 77 my damn mind lose your goddamn so mind i've been saying a lot tonight i lose my damn mind shut up gizmo <laughs> Moose. Uh, gizmo gizmo's making weird noises at me so Okay, well, Josh, we're recording this a day early because you're going to party tomorrow. So yeah, I'm going out with party. the boys. The boys, cool man. Well, have a good time, and uh, I love your face. And uh, I'll catch you back here next week for another episode of Murdermos. Okay, buddy. I'll catch you every. We'll catch it. Oh, you know, I keep forgetting to say this. I might just put a fucking thing at the beginning of that. Come hang out in our Discord. Murdermoose.com, rate us on iTunes. Yeah, I have a giveaway ending F. tomorrow, but I put uh, one of the steps 
that like this is a gleam one so you, there's a whole bunch of things for entry and i put a few yeah. things in for murder moose so i think there's been a few murder more mouse. things murder moose. so your homework your homework is house everybody so we love you and we'll catch everyone next week so bye josh you didn't buy uh bye <laughs> <laughs>